Podument Park, the judgeless and very morose edition. I'm Andrew Burns, joined as always by Kun Shaw. How are you? I'm burning all the socks in my house. Yeah, yeah. A bad, bad week for socks between white socks, red socks. All around bad socks. Yeah. The Mexico City Green Sox created a team in All-Star Baseball 2004. Also <laughs> a bad time is my understanding. Yep. The Yankees somehow went one and two against them too this week. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know what? Johnny Estrada, he came back and he was great for the Mexico City Green Sox. I don't know. <laughs> so, boy, I mean, yeah, it was a weird, well, very weird week, partially because of the smoke that infiltrated New York City and canceled uh, Wednesday night's game, pushed it to a Thursday doubleheader. They probably shouldn't have played Tuesday. Kind of questionable that they played Thursday, too, but whatever. Um, I guess a pleasant surprise that even Major League <laughs> Baseball looked up at the sky on Wednesday where it looked like Blade Runner, and they're like, I guess we can't play in this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, like Tuesday, they definitely shouldn't have played. Wednesday, I'm glad they didn't play. And then Thursday, I think it just, quote-unquote, looked okay, even though the air quality was still really bad. Yeah, I so think Major League Baseball despite... just didn't want to have to deal with trying to figure out when they were going to get those two games in otherwise. So they're like, mm, yeah. we'll just uh, do Yeah. He's like, hey, look, the sky doesn't look orange. It's fine. Yeah, the, the PR hit is going to be less noticeable. So let's just do this. And under yeah. the context of that, it's hard to sweep doubleheaders even against the White Sox. So you're not surprised they ended up splitting that. Losing the first game... Of uh, the doubleheader was really annoying with the Michael King giving up the two run home run to I think Eloy late in that lost the lead. That was like the one game this week where the Yankees actually scored more than a, like a handful of runs. And granted, it was only five, but even still. <laughs> and the the opening game of that series with the Sebi Savala, you know that famed international slugger, as we all know, Sebi Savala hitting two home runs. So look, I'm not even mad because I love his name. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you if you're giving up home runs, you might as well give it up. Give up two of them to Sebi Zavala. Yeah, and one of them is a total short porch special, which again, like it happened again in last night's game too. But live by the porch, die by the porch. So, yeah. oh well. <laughs> and honestly, like that was like the only blemish on Clark Schmidt's outing that day. Yeah, yeah, he pitched well. He pitched well again yeah. on Sunday night too. Honestly, yeah. he's not going to be he... my Yankee of the week, but he'd be a pretty decent nominee in most other times. No, absolutely. Like, he's been one of the few bright spots. I mean, the pitching side's been overall fine. Um, yeah, Michael King had that bad game and then just annoyance. Again, it's kind of like what we talked about the last time Judge was on the aisle. The offense just needs to score more runs. Like, if you're giving up two home runs to Sebi Zavala, sure, that sucks, but score more than two runs against the White Sox. And then in the Red Sox series, even though the Red Sox, uh, per Gary Phillips, uh, entered with the fifth worst ERA in baseball among their rotation, and then they allowed just five earned runs against the Yankees in the entire series, because that's how punchless the Yankees' offense is right now. Woo! And two of those what? runs, mind <clears throat> you, came because the ball hit a base. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, it wasn't even that the starter allowed the runs, and it wasn't even the like you know uh, Trevino shouldn't even get the RBI for that. It should be the base somehow. The give base. the base the RBIs. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, like, you you can ding him for giving up the double to McKinney, but as far as, like, the reason why that run scored, there were two outs, I believe. Yeah, that was that should have been the end of the inning. 
that made last night all the more frustrating too, because like, oh wow, they have a chance to steal this victory with two runs that they did not deserve uh, because they held a very slim lead over the Red Sox. But then we hit the eighth inning, and I know we're fast forwarding a couple games through our week recap, but we have to talk about that Glaber error, which is one of the worst like brain farts on the field I've ever seen. If I'm being frank, right. Like Ugh. he he's like standing on second base, getting he doesn't need to stand on second base because like Kika Hernandez is not going to second, and he just sort of like half reaches the throw coming in, and it goes away, and Kike goes to second, and I know that the next batter walks, but that changes the scope of the inning and the pressure on King to make sure that he's able to strand the runner. Maybe he could, because of that, he gets a little bit too cute to Reese McGuire and ends up walking him leading to the bunt, leading to the Garby. I ground out the tied the game. And it's just like, God, Glaber, what do we, what are we doing? Yeah. I think uh, Matt said it our Slack, like, you know, he's genuinely a good player, but like once a week, he's just going to have an absolutely baffling uh, display with the glove. And you just, don't know what to do besides throw your hands up in the air. Yeah, it's honestly like Gary a couple of years ago, where he was still like a good hitter. Uh, maybe Gary's still a great hitter. Hey, now hey, 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 he's a great hitter now. <laughs> yeah, because the Gary Sons continues in San Diego. But but the point being that like because he has these, Glaber has these like you know mental screw ups every now and then. It they just overshadow everything that he does to contribute with the rest of the with the rest of his game. And it's it's unfortunate, but like I can't feel that sorry for him since you can't be making these mistakes. Like you just can't. No, absolutely not. And like he had a chance to quote unquote redeem himself after that. And like maybe if he does something there, scores like helps bring in a run or whatever, like you probably think about it a little bit less or a little bit less frustrated with it. But that basically, like you said, led to them tying the game, and then the Yankees just couldn't do anything else. They couldn't even score a run with a a runner on second in extra innings just gifted to them. So what are you going to do? Yeah. And that's just emblematic of the Yankees offense. Not really doing a whole lot. The one game they won against the Red Sox, <clears throat> um, they got a, a very well-timed home run by Willie Calhoun. I think Glaber also homered in that game. He and did. Yeah. Like the other source of the other run. So Obviously, you're not going to give that game back, but that's like that's all. That's the only positive thing that came from the weekend, basically, in terms of offense. Everyone else looks so bad right now. I'll say Billy McKinney kind of looks like he's having a little bit of fun. Yeah. He looks okay. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, Billy McKinney. He also homered. Uh, I think it was a few. It was on. It was in the doubleheader because it was like that. He came back up and was like, "Oh, I guess Billy McKinney is back here. All right, cool." And then he's incredibly good i mean someone's got to be i guess but uh, i appreciate it <laughs> he might be the only person who looks like an adult right now <laughs> yeah let's just run through this per james Smythe from yes network since the start of this homestand uh, again where they got two and four anthony rizzo went 0 for 19 he's on an 0 for 24 now Giancarlo stan went one for 14 with just a single dj lemayhew three for 15 all singles josh donaldson two for 18 the two were home runs, but that's not doing enough. The The Rizzo thing is really crushing them because, like, they needed him to – I mean, and Stanton too, but Stanton's coming off the injury, so his timing might not be there. But Rizzo is the guy that they need to turn to to 
basically be some sort of anchor in this lineup. And he's just been an anchor of bringing them down. <laughs> yeah, like, I wonder if Rizzo is probably, like, also still Could dealing be. with some lingering neck thing, which, like, is just annoying in itself. And I'm like, all right, dude, just go on the I.L. Tell him, like, hey, I'm not right. Go on the I.L. Get out of there. Like, not that the, there's a savior coming for uh, that position, but you're hurting. You're actively hurting the team by just being there. It could right be a now. thing where it's, like, good <clears throat> enough to play through at other points in the past. So I think I get it if that's why, like, doesn't think he needs an aisle thing. And they, they haven't really talked about it at all since then. So, uh, I mean, that could just be in, like, an omission no, yeah, th- thing. But this is, this is obviously me speculating, right? Yeah. But, like, it does, it's... It is kind of funny or interesting that his not being able to hit has basically time lined up perfectly with his neck getting hurt. <laughs> so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some like lingering effect or something there. Um, like you said, probably not good enough to actually go on the IL, but there's got to be something there. Yeah. And then well, Stanton, yeah, to your point, he had what a whole one game of rehab after missing like a, over a month. Yeah. Not that you like give him a pass in that situation, but you kind of. As frustrating as it is, you kind of understand in a little bit, like, even, uh, you're like, okay, I guess you're still working on your timing or whatever. It just sucks that it's just all happening together, but. It ain't yeah. great. No. Usually and... you have the Aaron Judge to kind of, you know, let you the, like, work on your timing in the big leagues because the Aaron Judge is there, but he's not there right now, and it's sad. No, I mean, yeah, sad. There's, there's no protection, really, for this lineup right now. And it's just hole after hole after hole. We're seeing a whole bunch of bad swings from Jose Trevino. He looks so bad the place like yeah. this is granted this is like what we expected generally from Jose Trevino when they first acquired him in 2022 and you know the first half we knew he was never going to hit that well again but just over the past year it's like he's getting out hit by Higgy and that's not an easy feat <laughs> no it's not an easy task for as great a framer as he is and as good a catcher he is he has very little idea of the strike zone when he's batting and he's in a slump <laughs> No, especially uh, was it uh, last night during the tenth inning or whatever? Yeah, he was just even the commenters like he's just these these uh, pitches were nowhere near the strike zone. Like, yeah, no, I don't know what the hell he's doing up there. Yeah, I guess he was like, just desperate to try and get the run in. Like, I yeah, get I think it, he's but, just like, trying dude. to like get the ball in the air. But I can't imagine like some of those pitches are so high that I think the most you're going to do is pop it up, and that's not going to get the job done either. <laughs> like, I understand. Like, you know, you don't want to you want to be a little bit aggressive and that's kind of the approach that he was kind of having at that point, but that's the wrong way to approach it being aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we also got to talk about Anthony Volpe who he is, he's just looking really bad. Honestly, there's, there's no other way to describe how he's hitting right now. Basically like he had a you know solid enough first month. But since then, it's been like hitting in the 150s. He's got like a few home runs, but those are like his only good at bats, really. Like his he's striking out more. He's walking less. It's a bad combination. And like we are at the point where I if the Yankees swapped him out for Peraza, I would not say that that was a bad move. I understand why they are very hesitant to do so because he's still playing a decent shortstop. He sort of cleaned up some of the miscues in the field that we were seeing earlier on. And I think they want to prove to him that they are willing to stand by him and they're not going to panic at the first, you know, couple bad weeks, but it's getting very suspect. And if this does continue for even longer, like 
if by the end of the month he's still not hitting, I think maybe you do have to make a move then. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's two point. It hasn't just been like a week or two though. <laughs> it's been going on for a lot longer. And that's when it's like, all right, they, they've given him the leash. And now you start to, if you haven't already, but you start to have those conversations because, yeah, it is rough. Yeah. And like, as, as we talked about, the, the change in approach is what's most concerning because uh, he's another guy who's like recognition of like the strike zone. It was being lauded during that first month, honestly. And now yeah. he's, you can definitely sort of feel the pressing. They actually, he didn't start on Sunday's game. He came in as a defensive replacement later on. But, and I think that there, that I did see a post game quote from Boone about like, yeah, we wanted to give him the off day Monday combined with mostly being off Sunday. But of course, then it ends up with him being the last guy to bat in the game and it doesn't go well i should say he was like a few feet away from being a hero on friday night that was such a painful near miss of a walk-off rewrite homer against kenley jansen but you know gotta pick up the pieces and get the job done and he did not then and he did not saturday and he did not sunday and he has not for the better part of the past two months no just looking at it from may 1st till now he's got a wrc plus of 47 yikes yeah, that is Hicksian and not Orioles Hicksian. Not Orioles Hicksian, not Hicks with the beard. Yeah. It is Hicks without a beard. He's got seven home runs in that stand. So, like, yay! But his overall slugging in that time since May first is three fifty one. Yeah, he's got forty six <laughs> strikeouts, like in thirty eight games. Like, that's not that's that's not what you want from him. It's, yeah, that now that's striking out like at twenty sixteen Aaron Judge rates. Yeah. Oh boy. And that problem is just magnified when there are so many other guys not hitting. I think one of the reasons the Yankees are sticking by him is because they, well, I mean, one, they don't want to like discourage his development track, but two, like if the guys in the lineup who are supposed to be producing your Rizzo's, your Stans, your Donaldson's, LeMahieu, LeMahieu, yeah, oh, yeah, LeMahieu, he's like, <laughs> he looks like he's hitting through sludge. <laughs> yeah. I had to like, um, go, go through the list myself, like, who do I expect to do something right now? <laughs> yeah, but if those guys, are, or even half those guys are hitting, then it you can then it sort of obfuscates what's going on with Volpe, and maybe you can get by, but when all those guys are not doing much, then the microscope just goes even more intensely on Volpe, and it sucks, but that's that's the hand we're being dealt right now. Yeah, it's funny, because like, and again, not to keep harping on the whole the Yankees live and die with uh, Aaron Judge, but that's really true because if Aaron Judge is in the lineup, right, and then you have like a Donaldson coming back, a Stanton coming back, or Stanton in the lineup, Donaldson in the lineup, or Rizzo in the lineup, you talk about how much these guys help lengthen the lineup for Aaron Judge. And right now, it's mostly Judge and then, yeah, Bader are missing. So you would think like, all right, if we talk about how when these guys come in and Aaron Judge is in the lineup, they help lengthen the lineup and it just looks so much. One person leaving as Great as you know, probably possibly arguably one of the uh, arguably the best hitter in baseball, but whatever. I'm not going to get into that debate. If he's missing, at least the lineup should look somewhat competent. But no, they just no. they just they have no life. They have nothing going on. Maybe Harrison Bader comes back soon and like you know just by virtue of swag injects some life into the offense because I don't see another way forward here. No, and it, it's a real problem because we don't know. 
what a timetable is for Aaron Judge's return. I don't think the Yankees really know either, just because it's so touch and go with the foot, or more specifically the toe. And that, as we saw last year with DJ LeMahieu, it's this isn't the exact same kind of cut toe injury or foot injury, but it's along that same. It's in the same family. And you, it's so important to judges hitting mechanics, getting everything in his feet right and his toes right, that you can't mess around with it. So they just have to sort of wait it out. And it sucks that it was caused by this stupid old stadium in L.A., but that's what the Yankees have to deal with. And you would prefer that they would have enough depth to be able to at least be somewhat palatable, but they are not without him. Yeah, and I, I think I agree. Like the Yankees genuinely don't aren't entirely sure because, you know, they they were able to rule out that there was no fracture and it's just quote unquote just a sprain, but um, like they're waiting for that swelling to go down, and I, I guess it hasn't yet. But before they even talk about some sort of timeline, but yeah, it's funny because um, the one thing I will say that amused me about the Aaron Judge IL thing is when he went on the IL and they called it a great toe sprain sprain. Mm. I've never heard it being referred to as a great toe, maybe the big toe, but I guess when you're Aaron Judge, all your toes are probably big toes, so you have to differentiate somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely kind of weird, but I guess that's the technical term for it. I was listening to the Cespedes Barbercast the other day, and uh, Jordan and uh, the guest co-host, Emma Bachelier, were talking about how like they like literally went through like the medical terms for each of the toes just because they're so weird. Do you know the second one is almost it's sometimes referred to as the pointer toe, which is just really funny because you're never pointing with that. I've, I've never pointed with my t- feet or t- oh, I guess if I point with my feet, it's like my whole foot is a hole. But I think they're I guess just, because of the pointer toe, uh, pointer finger, pointer toe. Yeah, I think that's literally they're just cribbing from like finger terminology. Like they'll talk, they talked about like, oh yeah, it's like the thumb toe, the pinky toe. Those are what, what are we doing here? <laughs> is the what's the one right next to the pinky? Is that the ring toe? Yeah, I think like sometimes they call it like the fourth toe or something. Your toe. Oh, toe just four. just we don't got a name. Just yeah, one, two, just three, toe four. four. <laughs> Tofu. There you go. We, we should call it Torreus. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Torreus. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah. So that's the state of the Yankees right now. Boy, they have a. Isn't this a chaotic freaking Subway Series matchup coming this week? <laughs> Them and the Mets, who are, have lost like what eight of nine and are just an utter disaster, and they're also missing their big guy, Pete Alonso, is on the IL. So this <laughs> Subway Series has all the juice of a tire fire, like catching with another tire fire. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a it's like a when a very movable object just meets a dumpster on fire. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I guess I guess since you brought it up, I, we want to talk about the upcoming schedule for a little bit. I, the good news is there's not a lot of Yankees baseball coming up this week. Yeah, no, it's it's weird that like this the timing of how these off days are is pretty good for the Yankees because it's more time for Judge Bader. Carlos Rodon is getting close to a rehab assignment. We don't have to go too deep on that, but maybe we'll finally see him sometime soon. Maybe question mark, question mark, question mark. But it's time for them to rehab, and the Yankees don't have to actually play games during necessarily all the days. So to quote the Hulk, I see this as an absolute win. (laughs) Yes, exactly. They're off today. Then they'll be playing, like you said, the Mets for two games. Mm -hmm. Off again. Then they go to Boston for another three set, uh, three game set, and we have another Sunday night baseball because why not? And then they're off again. 
Yeah. They, they've been great. off for every games. Monday in June. And honestly, helpful for me personally and for our recording schedule. It, honestly, yes. I, I support it. You know, this is this is the power of the Podument Park lobby. <laughs> yes. We did this. Yes. Yeah, before we even knew that our name would be changing last year, we were we had the Podument Park lobbying firm uh, prepared to haggle with Major League Baseball about getting a lot of Monday off days in June. Yeah, we, we kept the lobby on retainer just in case. Yeah, yeah. Savvy of us, really. <laughs> Woo! But Yankees have all these games going on. And then they, they got to go to out to the West Coast next week, which will be annoying. Even they're playing the A's. Oh, wait, no, never mind. Scratch that. Yeah. <laughs> Seattle and Texas come, and then they go to Oakland and then St. Louis. Right, right. So, but Monday hopefully off nobody gets Epstein Barr. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they should just play the entire series in like hazmat suits. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, we'll get to that a series when uh, we creep up a little bit closer to it. Anything else? I guess Ian Hamilton looks like he'll also be back soon. He's going to be in uh, some minor league games uh, pretty shortly, so. He will help out the bullpen a little bit more. The bullpen, I think, has honestly been pretty solid. Uh, even Nick Ramirez has been putting in some good innings, which I would not have guessed at all. So, yeah. Good also, for his his sprint yesterday. Oh, yeah. His dive yesterday. That was a great play. <laughs> that was a phenomenal play. Yeah. And like Marinaccio, I don't really blame for that 10th inning run scoring. Basically, you have no margin for error there. He, let, he allowed the run that was already on base to score on a single and with that- the infield in sucks whatever yeah and that was that was the only run that scored and whatever you have to be exceptionally bad for me to care if that the manfred man is the game-winning run and you gave it up yeah you have to be doing some like brooks krisky stuff (laughs) like yeah exactly you have to be exceptionally bad for me to care if that's a thing because my all my old point is always just going to be you also the yankees also had an extra man and they didn't score it so (laughs) yeah yeah Thanks, Jose Trevino. <laughs> yeah. All right. Maybe because he tried at least. Yeah, he he got the runner over to third. That was like, you yeah. know, one of those things where know, you want to get the run in, too. but if that's what happens, then that's a still productive at bat. Yeah. It was a very well hit ball. Like, you know, I'll give it to him. Yeah. I think if uh, they're playing in Fenway, maybe it gets close to the pole. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. <sighs> but, uh, what a. Yeah. Disaster park. <laughs> what a time. Yeah. Yankee Stadium is also a bit of a disaster park at times, let's be real. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. But at least yeah. nobody pretends that Yankee Stadium is a great stadium. <laughs> no, no. Well, the Yankees sometimes like to, but. Oh, that's fair. All right. Um, I think we should take an ad break. Really quickly before we do. Yeah. Carlos Rodon, when you're facing right hitters, stop hitting the Yankees hitters. We can't risk another injury. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Willie Calhoun turned out to be, I guess, okay after he Fine, got Fine, but, but, yeah. We're not, okay. Let's not play that game, though. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's, yeah. Okay, we'll be right back. And we're back. So, uh, let's run through our BRF Top 12, where we have an unfortunate fall that I already know about from Anthony Rizzo. Yes. So, the Top 2 has not changed, and I don't see it changing unless Judge just doesn't come back anytime soon, but let's not talk about that possibility. Sure. Anyway, so Garrett Cole, top of the leaderboard, Aaron Judge following him. Mm-hmm. Number three, the top spot, the number three spot held by Anthony Rizzo for a long time is now held by my sweet prince, Michael King. The King. Following, following him, Domingo Herman. 
he pitched well during the he did. He Saturday did. win. Yeah. Yeah. The only win against the Red Sox, but pitching wasn't the issue. I'll, I think we will both reiterate that. Correct. Another injured person, Harrison Bader at number five. And then it's Anthony Rizzo. Again, if you haven't had a, a hit in 24, whatever at-bats it was, you, you kind of deserve to fall. <laughs> or yeah. it's in, inevitable that you'll fall. Sucks to fall past an injured guy. but <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But what can you do? Glaber mm-hmm. Torres following him. Anthony Volpe following him. Another injured guy, Ian Hamilton. Then uh, rounding out the top 12, the last three are Clay Holmes, Wandy Peralta, and Jimmy Cordero. Hooray. Yeah. And I should say from Glaber, number seven, to Clay Holmes, they all are worth one win exactly. There's probably some sort of like fractional difference in there, but it's basically a four-way tie there from seven through 11. Yeah. <laughs> or seven through 10, sorry. And we should we should also reiterate baseball reference like Volpe's defense. So yeah. that's one of the reasons why he's still up there, even though he's got a 67 OPS plus on the season, which is undoubtedly not what you want. <laughs> no. So that's going on. Be rough top 12. All right. So let's move ahead to the Yankee and Manfred of the week. Now, we don't have a lot of candidates for Yankee of the week here, but couldn't who is your Yankee of the week? You mean to John Sterling? Oh my God! They they attacked John Sterling. The they, Red they, Sox have no shame. The, Justin Turner tried attacking John Sterling, but they did not realize that he is a man of steel. Apparently, the dude uh, Justin Turner hit a foul ball that ended up in the booth and just clunking Sterling on the forehead. And he, not only did he get back up to continue calling the game, he just never stopped. No, yeah, he was just like, <laughs> ow. You heard, a, you heard a couple owls, and then he goes right back into it. Yeah, very, very, very impressive, and probably one of the better performances from a Yankee this week. So yeah, give it to John Sterling. Good durability. He just got back from. Uh, he had been sick for I think a couple weeks too, because Justin Shackle had been filling in. I think it was right. mostly on the road trip too. But even still, yeah, he came back. Justin Turner clunks him. But he's just back in there the next day with a Band-Aid on his head like any I, I regular did, old man. So <laughs> I did love that he was just basically going around through Yankee Stadium just telling everybody, I'm not going on the I.L. I'm yeah. not going on the I.L. <laughs> like, unlike <laughs> some judges. <laughs> he literally said it to Aaron Judge, too. I'm not going on the I.L. And in my mind, I'm picturing him, like, finger-gunning at everybody as he's saying it. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I appreciate that uh, Turner did sign a ball and send it up to him. <laughs> like, yeah. No, it wasn't a ball. It's, it was the ball. I oh, think. the ball. Okay, I missed that yeah. part. That's even funnier. Yeah. So it, it was all it was all good fun, I guess. Well, not the hit the clunk, but the uh, after effects. <laughs> uh, my Yankee yeah. of the Week will be Randy Vasquez. Uh, I haven't talked about Fair. him, but he came up for the second game of the doubleheader against the White Sox and threw pretty terrific game honestly and it was uh 27th man so quickly went right back down because of the off days the yankees really don't need um to use a fifth starter for most of the next couple of weeks and so they're able to skip nestor cortez's spot while he's on the il he's a guy that we didn't really talk about but he's just sort of been a holding pattern so um ideally he's back in a few weeks but if they do have to call upon randy vasquez again i feel pretty good about it and he looked really good with how he handled those White Sox hitters. I know the White Sox aren't the most intimidating in the lineup right now, but five and two thirds shutout 
only one walk, two hits, take it. No, yeah, I mean, impressive nonetheless, right? Yeah. And especially so, with, th- considering they were facing his possible sweep. Oy. <laughs> yeah, the good point. So we should call him Randy the sweep stopper. There you go. We shall, We probably won't call him that. I'll probably forget that in five minutes, but the that's his name for right now. Yes. <laughs> also, apparently his Instagram is at the underscore mega devo. So. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I love it. But, but it, I, at first, I thought it was Mega Devo, like Devo the band, like with Whip It, but right. no, that is not what he was going for because <laughs> it's different oh. spelling. Uh, I'm going to have to look into this. Yeah. Who is your Manfred of the Week? Everyone who picked up a bat in the four losses. I mean, yeah. even the wins too, probably, but I'm going to just say everyone who picked up a bat. Although, I guess one of them, they one of the losses, they did score five whole runs, so maybe not that one, but mm. yeah, no. No. Just everyone. Yeah, I don't like I don't like any of y'all. I will zero in on mine for Anthony Rizzo just because you need to get a hit, dude. Get a hit, and you yeah, couldn't even is, do that. <laughs> this is his longest drought of his career. I think they were saying on the broadcast yesterday. Yeah, I think it was like over twenty four. Uh, yeah. He might be he might be tanking himself out of an all star first half now at this point, unless he like gets fire again. But other than that, yeah. bleak, bleak. It is. Not good. The sad thing is, like, right now, like, there's a scenario where the only Yankee in the All-Star game is maybe Garrett Cole. Like, I think Judge will get elected, but probably might not start if he's still, like, injured or coming back from injury. <laughs> it's not a lot of good candidates here right now. No. Like, maybe King, maybe you get a reliever there. I was going to say, yeah, maybe Michael King has a reliever and... That's probably it. Like Anthony Rizzo possibly could have gotten like uh one of the reserve roles, but again, it's been a rough two weeks or a week and a half for him. Let's see yeah. if if he gets if he kind of gets going again, maybe I could see him kind of sneaking back in as a reserve. But that's kind of kind of it. Seems like a long shot. Yeah. Oh well. What can you do? So that's the Yankees. They need to win some more baseball games. I don't know if they're going to win some more baseball games. Even the, they're only playing the Mets and Red Sox, but like, even though the Mets and Red Sox are both struggling, yes, I still describe the Red Sox as struggling, even though they're six two out of three from the Yankees because they did not do so in very convincing fashion. That offense is a tough watch too. Let me just say, if you're a Red Sox fan, I can't imagine that was very fun. They kept stranding so many runners. My God. Yeah, but like, I think that's a, a little bit more expected of them. <laughs> yeah. But like I can't imagine it's good for like a Red Sox fan. I'm not trying to you know say that. Like I'm sure it's very much frustrating, and I'm sure I'm still gonna have to hear it from my boss this week. But <laughs> yeah, so like, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Pinstrip Alley at Podiment Park at Marin's PSA. Uh, what is your recommendation for the week? Stay away from the Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, at least they are blessing us with two off days, uh, really three off days over the course of the next week. So, very kind of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I just saw that it, uh, the Yankees are about to face Scherzer and then Verlander again. Neither of them are having like ph- phenomenal or typical Scherzer Verlander seasons, but I can't imagine this looks pretty. No, probably not. And Verlander <laughs> always seems to like find an annoying gear against the Yankees too. So, yeah. All right. It's going to be great. All right. Go team go. Um, We're here for Willie Calhoun and uh, Billy McKinney and uh, not much else. (laughs) That's about it. All right. Uh, (laughs) Go Yankees. Please stop embarrassing us. Thank you. Bye.